turmoil that we find rest. And so, I don't know, maybe this is just for me because I'm kind of in turmoil this morning. I kind of like things to work out. But uh, we're going to be all right. I want to read a scripture out of Exodus and then I'm going to go to uh, our scripture here in Matthew. And this is out of Exodus 33:14. It says, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. If we have the presence of God with us, then there is rest. Even in the midst of things that aren't going the way that we want them to or the way that we think they ought to go, if God's presence is there, and that's what we've prayed for this morning, I've prayed for it early this morning, Uh, many of you have prayed for it, and when we were at assembly this week, our, our general superintendent was very specific about praying for God's presence, which is something we've been talking about for the past several weeks. So I want want you, if you will, to turn to Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 through 30, and let's stand in honor of God's word. And this is a familiar scripture, and I've been talking about addicted to busy, and the opposite of busy is rest, and this is Jesus talking here. We're going to begin reading with verse 25, chapter 11. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to the little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. In one of the, in one of the, word, in one of the uh, Bibles that I was reading, the different translations, it said, you have hidden these things from the world. The, the people in the world don't understand this. They can't figure this out. But you have revealed this to your children. And I believe this is very true. Uh, the things that God has for us, sometimes the world cannot see, the world cannot understand. They, they don't understand it. So all these things, in verse 27, all these things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son. And those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. So he says God reveals himself uh, through the Son. And then it comes to this verse that we're going to talk about this morning. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I wanted to read out of the Amplified Bible this morning. It says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I'm going to come and I'm going to cause you to rest, to find rest. And you... uh, it says, I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle, meek, and humble, lowly in heart, and you will find rest. He keeps saying again and again, you will find rest. Relief and ease and refreshment and recreation and blessed quiet for your souls. And we're going to talk about that this morning. Let's pray. Father, we need you this morning. We need you to speak into our hearts. Father, as we talk about our life and the busyness of life and the inability for us to find rest, I pray right now in Jesus' name 
that you would just take the hecticness of this morning and help us, Father, to just rest in your presence. We need to hear you this morning. And, Father, you have orchestrated this day for some reason for right now. And I pray, Lord, that we would just find rest in you. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. If I ask you this morning, and I'm going to ask you, I want you to just raise your hand. How many of you are weary? Anybody tired? Nearly everybody in here. Anybody carrying a burden? Just be honest. I mean, just be honest. If, here's the deal. I think if you have a pulse and you have any love for anybody in the world, you've probably got a burden this morning. And so I think that most everybody here, when I say, if you are, is anybody weary or burdened, nearly everybody in here raised your hand. And I'm right with you. I'm carrying a big one right now. It just feels like things aren't going right. But here's the deal. We're, we're fine. We're going to be fine. And this is what God wanted, so we're going to be all right. And so if anybody, if, if, when we say, is anybody weary or burdened, I'll tell you what, it sounds like we would be like, oh, yeah, I am weary. I am burdened. I have really good news for you today. The Word says that that's just the kind of people that God says, I can give you rest. And when he comes to his word, he goes, is there anybody weary? And he's asking, raise your hand. Is anybody burdened down? Yeah, there is. And he goes, I can give you rest. I have what you need. Nobody else can give you what you need, but I have what you need. And I'm going to tell you what, in this sorry world that we live in that has a bunch of empty promises, the scripture this morning has a great promise for you. And everybody that raised your hand this morning and everybody that said, I'm weary, everybody that said, I'm burdened, Jesus says, I have the answer. And if you feel like you're overwhelmed, you feel like you're weary, you feel like you're burdened, he says, I have the answer. And he says, and because he says, because you're my children, if you are a child of God this morning, he says, I'm going to reveal this to you. I'm going to show you that this is true. And if you're a believer this morning, Jesus says, I'm going to make this known to you. And the truth is that he wants to do this. And he says, I want you to know the truth about what rest is. And he says, the truth about rest is hidden from the rest of the world. The world thinks we know what rest is. We, know, we think we know what you need to revive yourself. We think we know what needs to happen. And Jesus says that it has been hidden from them. That they don't know anything about rest. Jesus says, I know about rest. I know all about rest. I am rest. There is no rest except for me. And he says, but the world thinks they know what it is. And the world really has no idea what rest is. And the truth of the matter is, sometimes even in the church, we miss out. Uh, we don't live like we, like we have rest. We kind of live by the way what the world says rest is. If you ever watch TV, and probably everybody does, the world thinks it knows what rest is. And if you watch TV, it advertises rest all the time. There are, I, know, I can't tell you, especially last week during Memorial Week. I mean, what did you see? Every other commercial was what? A mattress commercial. 
you need this mattress. And they've got, they've got mattresses, and if you go into the Sam's, they've got mattresses stacked up in the walls, and now they've got mattresses, and they come in a box like this, and you pull a string, and <laughs> that thing comes in your house, and they guarantee you for 500 years that you're going to have a good night's sleep, and they're like, we know what rest is. And if you'll just buy our mattress, we'll give you rest. And if that's not enough, then they have every kind of sleep aid in the world. Why do they advertise sleep aids? Because people are having trouble resting. They can't go to sleep. When they lay their head down at night, they just brain just... And they said, well, we've got what you need. You need rest, and we've got the thing to give you. And, and it's, it's non-habit forming. Yeah, why do they say that? Because it's habit forming. You know, you got to have this. And then, and then when that doesn't work anymore, I got to go to something else because I've got to rest. I've got to rest. And so they think that sleep is rest. And so we have all these sleep aids and we have mattress commercials and we have all this stuff. But you know, Jesus doesn't say anything about sleep. Jesus doesn't say, oh, if you're tired and you're weary, uh, come to me and I will give you sleep. Jesus doesn't say that. Because that's not what rest really is. He doesn't mention sleep at all. He says rest, rest is much, much more than sleep. Jesus is saying rest is being able to unplug from this world and plug in to what is really real. See, we get so into this world that we think that that's all there is. And Jesus says, this isn't even what it is at all. It's my kingdom that's real. And we're thinking about, uh, and he, said, he says, I want you to cast your burdens of life on me, and I will really give you rest. But we have to have enough faith to believe that rest can actually come. And Jesus is right here. He said that, that rest is completely hidden from the world. And if you look around, the world doesn't rest. And neither does most of us. We talk about it. But many of us are so busy that we do not rest at all. So much so that we don't think rest is really possible. And when you start talking to people, they just start going off and they start saying, this is, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. I got to go here, I got to go there. And we kind of we brag about how busy we are because we don't want people to think we're lazy or anything like that. But we don't rest. And if you say, you know, you just need to rest... I think most people don't even believe it's possible. They think to be calm and to rest and to actually feel refreshed is something that is, is outside the realm of possibility. If you watch TV or radio or anything like that, there's a barrage of advertisements of how you can get rest. I'm not a real... I, don't, I watch TV some. I, I try not to watch a whole lot. But I have to get on the internet to to get uh, emails, and I don't, I, don't, I don't surf the web very much at all. But in my emails, I'm always getting uh, something from the hotel.com. Anybody ever get stuff like that? They've got, I mean, they have these fantastic room rates all the time. And it's like, you can go here for like, they'll pay you to go there or something. You know, I don't, it's just crazy. And I like to get away. And because I'm a member of, of the hotel.com, they, they send me these things and I always look through and things like that. And they're like, you need to get away. If you could just get away. If you could just get away. 
And we think, well, if I could, you know, maybe if I could, and I, I want, there's some value in that. I want you to know that there is value in that. But it seems impossible to have rest in our life. But if we could just leave, and I'll, and I'll admit that, that leaving at times helps. Uh, back when Cindy and I had a boat that would run, one day a week, we would load up the boat and head up to Palm de Terre. And I'm telling you, we would rest. It was like we would just unplug. And I couldn't get any cell service up there, so nobody could call me. And I'd be out at the water, and nobody would swim out to me. And it was just, it was, it was like an oasis. And, and, I, and, it, and for us, it was physical, but it was spiritual too. And that was sort of our thing. But sometimes I think that we think, if I, have, if I just had this... I, I, if I just had, if I just had uh, some getting away or things like that, then I would get all my rest. Some of you have recreational vehicles. And uh, if Jason Roche was here, he said to me several times, he's got, this, he's got this RV, and it's an old RV, and Cindy and I have borrowed it from time to time, but Jason will say, my favorite place in the world is that old RV. He said, I love that RV. Why do, you, why do you think Jason likes his RV? David, you've got a camper. You love, you love your camper, don't you? Do you sleep good in your camper? Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Because you're away. You have unplugged and you have gotten away. Why does Jason like the RV? He calls it the RV. Why does he like the RV? Me and Cindy have spent the night. We've borrowed his RV before. And when we get down on old 86, I mean, you want to talk about sleep. That woman is like, <laughs> her heart rate just is like, I mean, she's gone. She's gone and can sleep most of the day. You know, I'm wanting to get up and go fishing and she just, well, why can she rest? Because she's unplugged and she's got away. And I think that sometimes we think, man, it, those things are so precious to us. We had a little house that we, that we uh, a friend of ours owned down on Taney Como. And when we was a young pastor, we didn't have any money. We didn't have, and we had a whole bunch of kids, and we never could go on vacation anywhere because we didn't have any money to go anywhere. And that guy goes, you can go down there and stay in our house, and we won't charge you anything. And we would go down there and set my kids' favorite vacations and I have memories, and when I, when I go to that old house, and we don't go there anymore, the, the old man passed away, and he didn't leave it to me in his will like I, I tried to get him to do. And any, anyway, he loves these kids more than me anyway. But when I think of places where I rested, man, I go down and sit on that dock, and I just, man, it was just, it was like everything just flowed away. And we think, well, if I could just get back there, if I could just get back to my RV, if I could just get back to my boat on Palm de Terre, if I could just get here, then I could unplug and I could rest and I could rest. And, and people want that. If you go up to the camping world, have you ever been in, has anybody ever been in the camping world? There is row after row after row after row after RVs and trailers of every shape and size and everything. And you know what everybody's buying? That feeling that Jason has and David has and we have, have just rest. And they will mortgage everything to get that feeling. You know what I'm saying? 
And, 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 I, and I got, why do we spend so much money to have it? Because we love that feeling of rest. It feels good. We need it. And people will spend millions of dollars. Our country, our economy will spend millions of dollars to get rest. Why? Because we need it. And we don't care how we get it. And I'm not and here, I want you to know this morning, I don't think any of those things are bad. I think they have their place, and I think they're useful, and I think they're helpful. But the Word says that I don't have to do that, that I don't have to just wait and have two weeks. We do this two weeks out of the year. Some of you have been on vacation. I love vacation. Vacation is a wonderful thing, unless you get eaten by a bear. All right, Shannon went down to the Great Smoky Mountains and was down there, and... uh, he didn't understand why his family kept pouring honey on him. I don't understand, but anyway, they saw bears all over the place. But didn't, you, didn't it feel good to go on vacation? Vacation is awesome. But we want to get the... And Jesus says here that we don't have to just... We, we think that rest is something I'm going to do. I'm going to spend some time and I'm going to have two weeks and I'm going to rest and I'm going to really rest hard and I'm going to get a whole bunch of rest in this two weeks and when I come back, then Jesus says I can have rest and I don't have to go on vacation to do it. There's nothing wrong with vacation. I don't want anybody to leave here and say, pastor is against vacation. I love vacation. You need vacation. Everybody, I'm so, when people go on vacation, I'm so happy for them because it is good. But Jesus says that I don't have to wait for two weeks out of the year or wait till I can get my boat on Palm de Terre or wait till I get in my RV to have vacation or to have rest. Jesus says that I can have rest in the midst of chaos. He says I can have it. He says that it is with him. And the truth of the matter is that all those things that we do, they give us some physical rest, but they don't give us pure rest. And Jesus says that you really can't have rest apart from me. He says, I'm the source of rest. I am it. And, and we are in this place where we, will, we know we need it. We want it. We will so much so that we will pay for it to get. And my point is, as, an, as a society, we're not, not only willing, but we gladly spend millions of dollars for a chance to rest. And I'm going to tell you, it's worth it. Rest is worth it. Rest is worth what we pay for our, 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 our whatever it is we do to, to get on vacation. It's worth that. But the truth of the matter is, we crave rest and Jesus says you don't have to do all those things to have it it's not a bad thing but he says you can have it and rest is worth it to us but is it real rest and the world says that that is what we need but the truth of the matter is we need real rest we need rest from from our day-to-day walk and we need to be refueled and maintained and it doesn't and and i tell you what the rest that the world offers always has a price on it if you want to if you want to have an rv and here's i'm not i'm not down on the rvs i'm not down on vacation i'm not down on boats because i got one 
but I got to put tires on the trailer and I got to put gas in the thing and I've got to get it fixed because it will not run and it has not run for a year and a half and two months and three days and who's counting that thing costs me okay and it falls apart and 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 when you and when you talk about rest like that when you see vacation has anybody ever watched rv commercials anybody ever watched rv commercials they got them on tv and this family is sitting around i love this commercial this family sitting around the table and they're all sitting around the table and every one of them is just they're at the same table and this and the mother walks in and she's like how are we gonna, how are we going to get these how are we going to get rest in this family if we just had an rv that's what we need and so they show this family and they're around a fire and they're all happy and everything's great and i'm going to tell you i love that kind of stuff but i'm telling you the packing to get down there is am i right david oh my goodness and then the unpacking when you get home but i tell you what we gladly do it because in the middle we get some rest that's how important rest is to us. But rest that the world says, that what the world says you need to rest, is work. You've got to work at it, and you've got to pay for it, and you've got to keep paying for it to get it. And if you want some more, you've got to pay. And if you want to keep it up, you've got to put new tires on it. And if you want it to go down the lake, you've got to fix it. And if you want to have a, a timeshare, you've got to pay the whatever cost it is. And if you want to go on vacation, you've got to pay to get on the rides. And you got to pay to get gas down there. And you got to pay, and you got to pay, and you got to pay. And Jesus says, that's not the kind of rest I have. And I'm not against any of that other. But that's not what Jesus is talking about. And Jesus says that it is possible for us, for the church, in Marshfield, Missouri, in a crowd, where everybody's sitting here, if I said, you are weary, y'all raised your hands. And I said, is anybody carrying a burden? You all raised your hands. Nearly everybody raised your hands. I got good news for you this morning. I got bad news and I got good news and I got bad news. The bad news is the RV commercial ain't going to fix what's wrong with you. It might help you, but it ain't going to fix it. The good news is Jesus says that in the midst of your weariness, in the midst of your burden, he says, you can have rest today. Today. Tonight. Tomorrow. In the midst of it. When everything falls apart, he says, you can have rest. I was sitting in my Sunday school class this morning, and Lance texted me. He goes, no, he called me. He called me in the midst of Sunday school, and I thought, this is my worship leader. I probably ought to take this. So I took it. And I mean, I could just, he was like, I ain't going to be there. And this is, and I I just, and I started getting weary and I started getting a burden and I started thinking this and that and everything. And and somebody in my class smarted off something. Well, you need to have rest. And you know, what we're going to talk about today, and I'm not going to name any names, Richard, but, uh, And I'm thinking, well, this is that spot. And you know what? In the big scheme of life, 
it ain't nothing. It's not a big deal what happened today. It ain't even close to what some of you are going through. You got some real burdens. Some of you are carrying some real burdens. Some of you have some family things going on and you're carrying some burdens that wear you out. Some of you have sickness in your family that's just with you all the time. And I wish I could say everything's going to be okay and I don't know, but I want to tell you this. Jesus says you can have rest in the midst of that. And I'm going to tell you this too. It's the only place you'll get it. The world doesn't have anything else to offer. And no matter what's going on with your job or in your home or with your kids or anything like that, Jesus says, cast your burdens on me and I will give you rest. He literally says, I will cause you to rest. And here's what happens. Satan takes our need for rest and he gets us going in a whole other direction. And he says, if you do this, this will give you rest. And if you do this, this will give you rest. And we end up having a bunch of stuff that doesn't even help us rest at all. But Jesus says, come to me, you who are weary and burdened. Come to me, you who are weary and heavy burdened. You know what Jesus doesn't say? Jesus doesn't say, come to me. Jesus doesn't say, go fishing, all you who are weary and heavy burdened. Go camping, all you who are weary and heavy burdened. Go on a vacation, all you who are weary and heavy burdened. He says, come to me, and I'll give you rest. The world tells us one thing, but Jesus says, I am the source of rest. And in a world of busy that we live in, Jesus is the only place that we give rest at all. Jesus says, come to me. In in one of the Amplified Bibles that I read, it says, you who are burdened down with religious rituals that provide no peace. And religion is not church. Religion is, I looked it up and I looked up the definition. It says religion is a particular system of faith and worship. Meaning that if you've been burdened down, I've thought this is the way that it should work. I've been following what the world says I should do. In my mind, this is the way I had faith that this was going to give me rest. I had faith that if I did this, that things were going to be all right. I had faith that if I got this job, that everything would be okay. I had faith that if I made money, that everything would be okay. I had faith that if I did this, it's a religious system and you can have a religious system about anything and it says that this that this you are burdened down with this religious ritual that provides no faith you're burdened down with this idea in your head that you thought would work and it doesn't and it says our and our world tells us to have faith in our jobs and have faith in our, in our ability to produce and our faith in our ability to purchase things. 
And the word says that if you do that, you'll have no peace. And Jesus says, take my yoke, which literally means just to follow me. And he says, and I will give you renewal. I will give you bliss. And I will give you quiet. Anybody need renewal? Nobody? Anybody need rest? Anybody like to have a little quiet? That's what Jesus offers. He says, if you're weary and heavy laden, if you're weary and tired, which everybody in here is, he said, I promise you rest and renewal. And it doesn't have to be one day a week when I get away to the lake. And it doesn't have to be two weeks out of the year when I go on vacation. And it doesn't just have to be a weekend here or there when I'm gone or whatever it is. Jesus doesn't say that's where my rest is going to come from. He says, I can give it to you right now, right here, in the midst of where you're at. But it is completely tied to following Jesus. And he says, don't go looking anywhere else for rest. Jesus is the only source of rest. Your job isn't, your family isn't, your 401k isn't, your house isn't. None of those things are. It only comes from following Jesus, and you have to come to him for rest. I want to ask you this morning, where are you going for your rest? Are you looking for... When you look for rest, where do you go? Sometimes we go to food or alcohol or drugs or work. And if we go there, we're never going to find rest. And you will never find it till you come to Jesus for everything. I had a picture in my mind this morning as I was sitting there. Uh, I, I don't like to drive very much at all I I mean I can I can drive but I don't like to and the car that we just bought the driver's seat is terribly uncomfortable to me I just don't like it it doesn't fit me well I don't know what I'm too fat I guess it just doesn't fit me very good but the passenger seat is great and I can lay that thing back and I tell you I tell you what I really like to do and you can ask my wife I love for her to drive and I just kick back the seat and I just go to sleep. And she, I just wake up and I'm there. Wherever I'm going, I just, I mean, I just love it. I just love it. I'm telling you what happens in life. We want to get in the car and we want to drive. And we drive and we want to go where we want to go and we want to do what we want to do. And if you keep driving, pretty soon you're going to get weary and you're going to get burdened down. And Jesus will go, just let me drive. Let me drive. Let me drive. I'll, I'll give you some rest. And we go, no, no. I'm, I'm going to keep driving. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in control. I'm going to decide where we go. I'm going to decide what we do. And then the world says this is what we need to be doing. And we're going to keep doing it. And I just keep, I'm just going to keep driving. And this is going to make me happy. And I'll just keep driving. And we will not let him drive. And if you do that, you're never going to have any rest. I'm just going to tell you. And what some of you need to do this morning 
is to just sit in the passenger seat and say, you know what, God, you drive. And I'll watch and see where things, and I'll look out the window and enjoy it. And you know what, when I want to rest, I'm just going to rest because you're driving, and I don't worry about it. When Cindy drives, I don't worry. She could drive us off a cliff. I wouldn't even care. Whatever. I just sleep. I just rest. Because I trust her. But in your life today, some of you need to just get in the passenger seat and say, God, whatever you want, and just rest there. I want us to stand this morning. Are you letting God drive? Some of you, your lives are, you're weary and burdened down because you're doing everything. You're keeping all the plates spinning. You're trying to make sure everything's going the right direction. You're trying to make the living. You're trying to do all that stuff. And you're just driving. And you need to just step out and say, God, you drive and I'll just sit. I'm just going to rest in you. You're trying to make everything happen, trying to keep everything going in your house, trying to keep your kids. And you need, to, you need to rest in Him. Anybody like that this morning? Just say, Pastor, I just want to let God drive. I just need to unplug and let Him do this. Altars are open this morning. If you need to pray, come. Just real quick. Is the Lord speaking to anybody this morning? Everybody in here is weary. Everybody's in here is weary. And everybody in here said they had a burden. Anybody this morning just say, I just want to let God have it. I'm tired of carrying it. Anybody today? I just want to let God have it. Anybody else? I just let God carry it. I don't want to carry it anymore. Lord, speaking this morning. Anybody else? We long for this. We long for rest, and Jesus says, I can give it to you right now. Just let me have it. Just let me have it. got some folks up here praying. I'd like to ask if anybody wanted to come and pray with any of these who are up here. That would be great right now. If, 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 you, if you don't want to, I'd just like for you to sit where you're at and pray where you're at for these that are up here. We're going to pray for just a moment.
just be in an attitude of prayer this morning.